Hallelujah. Dear John, how many of you have, been, how many of you have enjoyed this series, dear John? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Dear John, what a timely message. You know, um, Pastor Tim has done a fantastic job with this book, um, First John, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be continuing with that series today. Um, dear John, part six, and the title of today's message is As Jesus Christ Is, So Are We Right Now in This World. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you guys with me? Amen. You're looking ravishing. You're looking beautiful, handsome. You know, the light is shining on your face. I see angels around you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm prophesying over you that some of you, you're going to go back home today. And it's the situation, the challenges that came with you here will not return back with you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of you, you have arthritis, you have diabetes, some of you are unemployed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I prophesy over you that this week your situation changes for the best. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know, our Lord Jesus is our champion in heaven. Amen. We are not without hope. Amen. We are not without help. We have Jesus. Hallelujah. And today we're going to unpack, we're going to unpack Jesus a little bit differently. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand up and let's pray. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and let's pray. We're going to have a fantastic time today. It's going to be fun in the name of the Lord Jesus because hell, hell, is, going to be, hell is going to be humiliated today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus did it once. Hallelujah. He's been doing it ever since. And today, hell is going to be humiliated in our lives and in our situation in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There's someone here, the doctor has given you a short time. Either you or someone in your family has a short time to pass away. But I'm prophesying over you in the name of the Lord Jesus, you will not die. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will go back to that doctor and that diagnosis is going to change by the authority in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will leave in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will come and testify in this church in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, because you are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, because your presence is here. Holy Spirit of the Lord Jesus. Hmm. The resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ is here today. So I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, manifest yourself. Manifest yourself. Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the highest, you will sit by the right-hand side of the Father in heaven. Jesus Christ, the Son of the highest, manifest yourself in this place. In the name of Jesus, I command and demand that the kingdom of heaven be manifested in this place today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you spirit of doubt, you spirit of unbelief, you spirit of fear, you satanic spirit of apathy. I curse you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You spirit of lukewarmness. I curse you. I bind you. And I cast you out of the lives of everyone you are oppressing in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every stormy wind. Every raging seas. Attacking anyone under the sound of my voice. I rebuke you out of their lives right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Angels of the Lord Jesus Christ begin to operate, begin to move in this place, begin to bless in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bring breakthrough, bring life, bring joy, bring healing, bring jobs, bring skill set, bring innovation. 
bring answers, to, bring solutions to the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice. By the authority and the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have a seat. Amen. Amen. It's a new day. Hallelujah. Your life should never remain the same after this. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I prophesy. Hallelujah. Before we go into 1 John, let's go into another book written by this same author. Another book. The book of John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Verse 12. The Bible says there was a man who came to Jesus by night. His name was Nicodemus. He saw something about this Jesus, this, this young Messiah, this young Jewish man. He saw something about Jesus and somehow he knew that there's something different about this person. And he came to Jesus by night and he began to talk to Jesus. He began to, you know, have conversation with Jesus. And Jesus said, let's look at John chapter 3 verse 12. And our Lord Jesus said, you know, he was talking to Jesus in earthly manner, in earthly ways, in earthly revelation. His idea of Jesus was he saw Jesus as a rabbi. He didn't see Jesus as God Almighty who came in the flesh. He called Jesus rabbi. His revelation of Jesus was very minute, very minuscule, very infinitesimal. And check this out. John chapter 3 verse 12. Jesus said, if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Amen. So there are earthly things and there are heavenly things. Hallelujah. Earthly things, hallelujah, are, are inferior to heavenly things. Earthly things, earthly realities are in fear, they are subject to heavenly truths. Amen. I'm just, I just want to set the tone for the message today. The earthly your earthly realities, the pain, the sickness, the diseases, the trials, the temptation, the issues you are facing right now, they are earthly things. Hallelujah. But those situations, they are subject to heavenly truths and heavenly realities. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So today I'm here to declare heavenly truths over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm here to release heavenly realities, heavenly truths over your spirit, over your soul, over your mind, over your body, over your business, over your relationship, over your careers. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Earthly things are subject to heavenly things. Amen. John chapter 3, the same, same book, chapter 3, verse 31 and 36. Check this out. John the Baptist talking about Jesus. He said, he who comes from above. Referring to Jesus, is that he who comes from above is above all. Our Lord Jesus Christ is above all. Hallelujah. Can, you, can we just meditate on that a little bit? He's above all. He's above all the politics, all the spirit of division, all the, all the, all the drama going, up, going on in our country today. He's above all. It's above that disease, that Alzheimer, that diabetes, that liver problem you have. <laughs> Our Lord Jesus is above all. Amen. Digest that a little bit. Amen. He said, he who comes from above, referring to Jesus, is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. How have we been speaking? Have we been speaking in earthly ways? Or have we been speaking in heavenly ways? Have we been going on social media and be arguing with each other about politics, about racial crap? Have we been complaining? Amen. Have we been speaking like we're normal being? Or are we speaking supernatural? The earthly ways, earthly realities, and then there are heavenly truths. Amen. He who comes from heaven is above all. 
He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. Verse 35, the Father loves the Son, and he has given all things into his hand. All things are in the hands of Jesus. All things are in the hands of our champion. Hallelujah. So everything we are facing today, hallelujah, everything we are facing today is subject to change. Every, every ugly realities that we have today, every damage that this pandemic has caused in our country, in your life, is subject to change. Hallelujah. And today, I'm here to release heavenly truth over you. Hallelujah. So that your situation, our situation can be changed. Because all things, all things are in the hands of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 says this. While we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. Because the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are unseen are eternal. While we look not at the things that are seen, earthly things. We don't look at those. We look at the heavenly things. Because the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Hallelujah. <laughs> that should get us excited. Hallelujah. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All right. So I'm just setting the tone. Let's get into the message. <laughs> so by now, you know, um, most of you should be used to my accent, so that shouldn't be a problem. Hallelujah. Amen. There's something about Jesus. There's something about the name of the Lord Jesus and his blood. There's something about the word of God that changes lives and situations. Amen. First John chapter 4. So I was assigned, I was assigned first John chapter 4 from verse 7 to chapter 5 as 4. And I'm going to be covering most of those verses today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So first John chapter 4 verse 7. So first John here, John was talking to believers. He said, beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. God is love. Amen. You cannot separate love from God, and you cannot separate God from love. God is love. I'm here to represent God and to represent Jesus, to tell you that everything that is, all the evil, all the crap going on in our country, all this evil stuff, all this spirit of rebellion, spirit of witchcraft, this spirit is against authority. Everything you're seeing, COVID-19, all these things, they're not from God. They're not from Jesus. Hallelujah. God is love. Love is God. Amen. Everything we're seeing, all this evil stuff, they're coming from the pit of hell. But Jesus Christ is above all. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is above all. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Everyone that has been impacted negatively by this pandemic, I prophesy over you. Everything that you've lost be restored back to you sevenfold. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. I'm here to release the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. And our Lord Jesus Christ is the center. Amen. Isn't it amazing? Have you guys thought about it? That Jesus Christ was crucified in the middle. Hallelujah. When he appeared to his disciples, the Bible says he appeared in the midst. 
Hallelujah. Because God wants Jesus to be the center. He wants him to be the center of everything. That's why I love Waters Church. Forever, Waters Church is always going to be a Jesus-centered church. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the center. That's how the Father ordained it. Amen. Hallelujah. So God is love and love is God. We can't separate that. This is not Hollywood kind of love. This is Bible definition of love. Amen. Love is not our love for God, but God's love for us in sending Jesus Christ to propitiate or to appease God by bearing in his body the punishment due us for our sins. Hence, permanently satisfying God's demand that sin be punished. Our sins have been punished, guys. Our sins have been punished in the body of Jesus Christ of Nazareth forever. If you sin today, if Patrick, Jeremy, you know, Chris, if any one of us sins today, our Lord Jesus is not going to come down from heaven and die on the cross again. You know that, right? Because what he did on the cross was eternal. God operates outside of time. God created time. So today in heaven, it's as if Jesus Christ just died. Because God is eternal and he operates outside of time. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, so first John, let's, all right, let's, let, let's continue. So first John chapter 4, let's keep going. Verse 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest amongst us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him, so that we might live through Jesus. God sent Jesus. God lifted up Jesus and placed him higher than everything, so that we might live through him. So now we share the life of Jesus. Hallelujah. We might live through Jesus, so we can function through Jesus, so we can exist through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If I were the devil, guess what? I would take your eyes off of Jesus. I would take your eyes off of your heavenly champion and make you begin to, you know, fight in, so, in social media, begin to operate up horizontally, rather than looking vertically to who you are. Is that not what's happening? God has designed it so that we now share the life of Jesus. If you take away Jesus from the picture, hallelujah, you are left with nothing. We now live in his life. We now share in his life. Hallelujah. We live through Jesus. We exist through Jesus. We function through him. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 10. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Amen. How do we respond to God's love? God has loved us and he displayed his love by sending Jesus to die for our sins, to erase the sin problem permanently. Hallelujah. So once we have that revelation, how do we treat, how do we respond to the love of God? How do we respond to what God has done for us in Christ Jesus? The Bible says what? In the, not that we have loved God, but that he had loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, God is, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. We respond to that love by the way we, you know, love one another. Amen. We forgive Check this out. We forgive others because he forgave us. Past tense, right? 
Amen. Ephesians 4.32, Colossians 3.13. We forgive others. We love others because he first loved us. We forgive others now because he forgave us. Hallelujah. Check this out real quick. Before Jesus went to the cross, remember the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will, thy will be done on earth as it, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our deliberate and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, right? The way it was framed is as if if we don't forgive others, God shouldn't forgive us, right? That was before Jesus went to the cross. But after Jesus died and his blood was shed, the Bible says we should forgive because he has forgiven past tense, forgiven us. Amen. The cross of Jesus makes all the difference. Hallelujah. We are forgiven. We are forgiven. Come on, let's confess that. Say, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Amen. So we respond to God's love by how we treat others, how we love the other person. Amen. All right, let's keep going. Amen. We're going to get to the, to the topic now. So by this we know that we abide in him, verse 13, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. <laughs> Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God and God in him. Verse 17. By this is love perfected. By this revelation, by this truth that God now resides in us. God now lives in us through Jesus Christ. By this is the love of God complete, perfected, past tense. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Past tense. By this has love been perfected with us so that we may have confidence Confidence in the day of judgment. Because of the love that God has for us in Christ Jesus, we can have confidence in the day of judgment. Hallelujah. So this truth gives us confidence in the day of judgment. So what is the day of judgment? What is the day of judgment? There are two types of judgment in the New Testament. There's the first judgment. Um, the first judgment... It's the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.10, Romans chapter 14.10-12. Read it at your, at your leisure. The judgment seat of Christ, or for Bible scholars, the beamer, the, the beamer seat of Christ. This judgment seat of Christ is for believers. It's for the church. It is not punitive. It's not where we go and get punished. It's not where we go and God sends us to hell. No. The beamer seat of Christ is for believers. We're going... To that beamer seat of Christ, that judgment seat of Christ, to receive rewards, rewards for what, what we've done in the flesh. Remember that he who sits on the throne is our righteousness. Amen? And we are going to present ourselves before Christ in our glorified bodies. Amen? The judge is our righteousness. Amen? So we're not going, it's for believers, we're not going there to be sent to hell. We're going there to receive rewards. Hallelujah. This is the gospel, guys. Amen. Remember, Jesus himself said in John chapter 5, verse 24, whoever believes in me has passed from death to life. And Jesus said in that same verse, there's no condemnation. Whoever believes in me has passed from condemnation, 
Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. This is the gospel. This is good news. Hallelujah. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you pass from death to life. This should give us confidence. Hallelujah. The devil's plan and strategy is to keep us in that realm. Oh, making us feel we're condemned. We're still condemned, but we're not condemned. Hallelujah. We've passed from death to life. So that's one judgment seat. The judgment seat of Christ is for believers. We're going we're gonna to be, it's not punitive. It's where we're going to go to get rewards. Hallelujah. But there's another judgment seat. There's another judgment called the great white throne judgment. This is for unbelievers, those who rejected the message of Jesus. Revelations chapter 20, 11 to 12. The great white throne judgment for unbelievers, the judgment seat of Christ for believers. Amen. But another secondary application of the day of judgment, as it relates to believers in the life of a believer, is the time of trial and the time of testing. The Greek word for that word, for that word judgment means crisis, crisis or crisis. The day of judgment for a believer is when our faith is tested, when we go through trials, when we go through adversity, when we go through scrutiny, it's when we get scrutinized. Now, this day of trial doesn't come from God because the Bible says God doesn't tempt anyone. This is when the enemy comes against us. This is when the enemy comes against the word of God, comes against our faith. Amen. What gives us the confidence in the day of trial, in the season of trial? There's a lot of us right now going through trial as a result of this pandemic. Some of us have lost jobs, loved, loved, loved lost ones. Some people are going through depression, pain, you know. Some people have lost friends because of all this racial stuff. Amen. Some people are living in fear, depressed. Hallelujah. Without hope, without a future. It's a day of trial for our nation. What gives us the confidence in this season of trial? <laughs> the Bible says, by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, the day of trial, the day of crisis. Because as Jesus Christ is, so are we right now in this world. Amen. I'm going to unpack this verse <laughs> for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So, from God's perspective, as Jesus Christ is, so are we right now. If the Bible says that as Jesus Christ was, that's good enough. While he was here on earth, walking on water, feeding 5,000, healing the sick, healing the lame, opening blind eyes. If the Bible says as Jesus Christ was, so are we right now in this world. That's good enough for us. But the Bible says as he is right now, presently in heaven, so are we right now in this world. This is a revelation. This is a heavenly truth that we need to embrace and release into our earthly realities to transform what we're going through right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Christians, believers, friends, we should have a vested interest in knowing Jesus and having him exposed to us. We should seek to behold him and to make him our primary focus. Because as Jesus Christ is right now in heaven, so are we right now in this world. When we come to church, we should be looking for Jesus in the messages. We should be looking for Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> because that is who, that is the, he's the, main, the, he's the main person. Hallelujah. 
So what gives us confidence in the day of trial? How does this verse apply to us in the season of trial and challenges? There are five There are five topics here I want us to address real quick, and then we'll be done. Amen. Hallelujah. How does this apply to us? What gives us confidence in the day of trial? Amen. Remember that as Jesus Christ is, so are we right now. Who is Jesus? Where is he right now? Hallelujah. How does that apply to us? Amen. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 11. The Bible says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he, had made, when he had by himself purged our sins. Our Lord Jesus purged our sins. Purged, that's past tense, right? He purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Our Lord Jesus is sitting down right now in the majesty on high. Why? Because our sins have been purged away. The only reason why Jesus Christ is sitting down is because our sins have been purged away. He's not sitting down because he's God Almighty. That's what he is already. He's not sitting down because he's the Messiah. No, because he purged our sins away. Past tense. Amen. He's sitting down in heaven right now. So let's measure our identity with the person on the Father's right hand. That is who we are. As he is seated at the right hand side of the Father. He's seated, resting. So let's have that same attitude. Amen. Let's measure our identity with a person on the Father's right hand. The devil will always point you to yourself or to others. His, his strategy is to make us look horizontally. Look at our differences. The spirit of division. You're white. You're black. You're brown. You're yellow. Look at you. You're this. You're that. You don't have this. Social media phobia. You know all this crap. That's the strategy of the enemy. Keep us looking horizontally. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit will always point us to Jesus. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit would always point us to Jesus because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. He has come to glorify Jesus. When you begin to talk about Jesus, the Holy Ghost gets excited. Amen. So God is looking at Jesus to assess us. God is looking at Jesus to judge us and to favor us. Is Jesus Christ favored today? So are we right now in this world. Hallelujah. As He is. In heaven, right now, so are we in this world. That's our new identity. Amen. That's our heavenly truth. Amen. The question is not, am I good enough? The question is, is Jesus good enough at the Father's right hand? Is Jesus good enough? So are you right now in this world. You're good enough. You are not rejected in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are not depressed. That's the strategy of the enemy. Is Jesus depressed today? Absolutely not. So let us have what I called the throne life mentality. He's seated by the right hand side of the Father in heaven, right? Amen. By the throne. Let's have the throne life mentality. When we talk to people, when we go to work, how we carry ourselves. Amen. Let's carry ourselves with dignity. Hallelujah. That we have Jesus. As Jesus Christ is, so are we right now in this world. Hallelujah. When we have that mentality, the way we talk to others, the way we approach others, what we put out there in social media is going to be different. Hallelujah. A throne life mentality. As Jesus Christ is seated by the right hand side of the Father in heaven, so are we right now in this world. He's our new identity. 
The devil will always point you to yourself. The Holy Spirit points you to Jesus. Amen. For the sake of time, let's speed this up. Amen. The second, the second um, heavenly truth I want, to, I want to talk about is that Jesus Christ today is our high priest. He's our high priest in heaven. Hebrews chapter 4, 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to, to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us therefore approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Hallelujah. So that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need, in our season of trial. Let's approach God, the Father, based on Jesus. Hallelujah. Our high priest is accepted by God in heaven, right? So are we right now in this world. We are forever accepted. The Bible says we are accepted in the beloved, in Jesus. God accepted Jesus. God accepts us. As Jesus Christ is accepted today in heaven, so are we right now in this world. Amen. Our high priest in heaven is righteous. So are we right now in this world. We are righteous. It doesn't matter what happened before you slept or when you woke up. You are still righteous in the eyes of the Father. Because God is assessing us today based on that person, that God, man, by his right hand side in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what gives us confidence. Amen. When we see anything contrary to the will of God, we can declare, this is not from God. I'm righteous. No. This sickness, this disease, this pain, this affliction, this challenge, this raging sea, this stormy wind, this unemployment, this situation is not from God because I am accepted by the Father. I reject this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. That's declaring heavenly truth into your earthly situation. And in no time, your, heavenly, your earthly reality has to conform to the heavenly truth. Hallelujah. Jesus is representing us before the Father. Amen. The principle of representation is all over the Old Testament. When Adam fell, what happened? The whole humanity, the whole human race fell, right? Principle of representation. When David defeated Goliath, was the victory only for David? No, it was for the whole Israel. Amen. The victory of our Lord Jesus is for all believers. Amen. Hallelujah. Real quick, number three. Another heavenly truth. Some of you might be wondering, oh, Felix, this is just, you're telling me positional truth. But I have challenges. I have situations. There are things going on in my life physically. How does this apply to my physical situation? How does this apply to the fact that I'm unemployed, that I have sickness and pain and disease in my body? How does this impact my physical reality? Hallelujah. I have you in mind. Let's go to the next point. The Bible says we are parts of Jesus' body. Hallelujah. Not only of his spirit, but of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 30. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Hallelujah. Can you imagine, does, G can G does Jesus have Alzheimer's right now? Hallelujah. Does Jesus have diabetes? Does Jesus have pain in his body, in his, in his, knee, in his knees? So are we right now in this world. Hallelujah. We are members of his body right now, physically. We are members of his body. Our physical realities have to conform to spiritual truth, to heavenly truth. 
we have to begin to release this heavenly truth into our physical situation to transform it, to align with spiritual truth. This revelation hit me strongly when I was in college. One day I slept, I woke up. I've said this before. And it was as if someone put a knife, stabbed me with a knife in my heart. Serious pain. I thought I was going to die. I was living with intense pain in my heart. It's like somebody stabbed me in the heart and left a knife there. And I didn't know what to do. I couldn't tell my parents because my parents, because I had a younger brother who had sickle cell disease and he's been sick all his life. I didn't want to bother my parents with that. I didn't even have the money to go to the doctors. I thought at times I go to bed, I thought this is it. I'm going to bed and I'm going to die. I'm not going to wake up because this, this heart disease is going to kill me. But the Holy Spirit began to point me to the word. And I began to get into the word. I began to cry out to God. The Holy Spirit be began to teach me how to pray. This truth came alive. And the Lord Jesus gave me this revelation. John chapter 14 verse 19. says, yet a little while and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. Because I live, you also will live. This truth came to me. This revelation came to me. And I began to confess, Lord Jesus, because you live, I will live also. Because you live, I will live also. I will not die, but I shall live to declare your, work, your, your, your words. I began to go into the woods, declare the word of God. Come against every spirit of darkness. Come against every spirit of, uh, of infirmity. I began to declare this heavenly truth. And in no time, the pain disappeared. I woke up one day, it was gone. I didn't even go to the doctor. I didn't go to the doctor. Recently, my wife and I, we just had our third baby. We were about to give birth. She was about to give birth. And a doctor came. We already know that the baby was going to be our biggest baby. It was like an eight-pounder. <laughs> Amen. We knew that already. And we got into the, into, with, she was about to deliver. And a doctor came in. And, and my wife tried to push twice. And she couldn't give birth naturally. And a doctor came in. And she began to declare heavily, um, earthly, earthly things. She began to say, oh, this baby, we're going to do a cesarean operation. We're going to cut my wife open. She's going to cut my wife open and all that and do a cesarean operation. Or they're going to do a vacuum to, to pull him. You, you ladies know this, right? To pull him out. And I'm like, how can that be? And the spirit of Jesus just rose up from within me. And I began to declare heavenly truth. You know, we had our masks in the hospital, right? Inside my mask. I began to declare, Lord Jesus, come, come into the situation. I negate, I, I, I cancel this negative pronouncement in the name of the Lord Jesus. I began to declare, Lord Jesus, my wife is going to give birth naturally. This, there will be no caesarean operation in this place in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, come give my wife the strength of the, of the Jewish woman. Third time, she pushed, the baby came out naturally. Hallelujah. He passed all his, all his tests in the hospital in flying colors. Three days we're out of the hospital. Amen. Because I began to declare heavenly truths in the name of the Lord Jesus. What, have, what, has, been, what has the doctor been saying? How can you accept that when you have heaven on your side, when you have Jesus on your side? The world say, oh, by 40, by 50, by 60, your body begins to fall apart. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 65, I'm going to be retired, I'm, all, I'm done. Who said that? How can you say you are 40 and 50 and 60 and your body is falling apart? Where does that say, where, where does the Bible, how does the Bible conform to that? Where does the Bible say that? The Bible talks about people at 75, at 80, God began to use them. That's the earthly system. That's the earthly way of thinking. 
pick up the word and begin, and begin to declare the word of God. Come on, I might be six to five and I'm getting retired in the world system, but not in the heavenly system. Hallelujah. I'm entering into a new season in my life. Lord Jesus, what is your new assignment for me? Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. So is there any disease or degeneration in Jesus' body? No. So begin to declare, as Jesus is in his health, Lord Jesus, as you are in your health, in your brain, so am I right now in this world. As Jesus is in his body, without sickness or disease, so are we right now in this world. Amen. As you begin to declare this truth with confidence, Alzheimer, diabetes cannot remain in your body. That's an ugly reality, but heaven will always trump earth. The Bible says forever, your word is settled in heaven. As you begin to declare the settled word, everything unsettled in your life begins to conform to heavenly truth. Amen. When this revelation hit me, I began to confess, Lord Jesus, as you are young, I might be growing old physically, but as you are young, Lord Jesus, as you are vibrant, so am I right now in this world. I begin to confess that as you are young, Lord Jesus, fill me with the spirit of wisdom, with the wisdom from above. But Lord Jesus, as you are young and vibrant, so am I right now in this world. I begin to confess that. And so far, I'm looking so good, right? Hallelujah. Begin to confess that, Lord Jesus, as you are young, as you are vibrant, hallelujah, as you are super smart, super intelligent, so am I right now in this world in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is what gives us confidence in a day of trial. Lord Jesus, as you are employed in heaven, so am I right now in this world. I'm employed. I command that employment to come in, that job to come in, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Another truth, another truth, hallelujah. Um, another heavenly truth. The Bible says Jesus is currently, right now, Jesus is the wisdom and the power of God. To what? To the devil? No, to us. He is the wisdom and the power of God. The wisdom and the power to transform our lives and our situation is in Jesus. So as we begin to declare this, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, 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 you are the power and the wisdom of God. So I, am the, so I have the power and the wisdom of God, and I command my situation to be transformed by the power and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So Jesus is full of God's wisdom and power. So are we right now in this world. We are full of God's wisdom and power. In the name of the Lord Jesus, don't die until you are dead. Don't just give up. Come on. Don't accept everything the doctor says, the world system says. You're operating from a, you have a new identity. That God man at the right hand side of the Father. He's your new identity. Hallelujah. Amen. So as believers, we should desire to apply the wisdom and the power of God through Jesus in our everyday life, in business, in career, in relationships, in decision making. We should bring Jesus to everywhere we go. I work for a Fortune 5 co company. I can't and I cannot tell you enough how many times I bring Jesus to my, to my job, to my work. I deal with numbers. I'm a finance professional. Complicated things. Massive company. Super tight deadlines. I begin to cry to Jesus, Lord Jesus, help me. How can I do this? How can help me here with this job, with this report? This is complicated. I don't even know what to do at times when some, when some of these demands get placed on me. And I cannot tell you how many times Jesus has come through for me. At times the wisdom of God just kicks in. The light of God shines and the solution just comes. Or somebody offers help or the need goes away. Or every time solution comes when I bring Jesus to my job. 
Hallelujah. As the Lord Jesus Christ is, so are you right now in this world. You don't, the Lord Jesus doesn't have Alzheimer's. He doesn't have diabetes. He doesn't have arthritis. So are you right now in this world. I'm prophesying over you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Huh. The last heavenly truth here. The Lord Jesus is the overcomer. Hallelujah. John 16, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus said this. 1 John 5, 4. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Our faith is Jesus. Hallelujah. Because Jesus overcome, overcame Hallelujah, we have the overcomer spirit. Whatever it is, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I command the overcomer spirit in you to come alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And I command everything, every stumbling block in your life, every wall that hell has raised up over you and around you to begin to dissipate right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. You have the overcomer spirit. Begin to confess Lord Jesus, as you, over, as you are an overcomer, so am I right now in this world. I'm an overcomer. I overcome this pain. I overcome this depression. I overcome this joblessness. I overcome these issues in my life. Hallelujah. Because as you overcame, Lord Jesus Christ, so am I right now in this world. Amen. This is what gives us confidence. This is how we overcome in a day, in a season of trial. Hallelujah. We have the overcomer spirit within us. As Jesus is the overcomer, so am I right now in this world. Seeing Jesus is what leads to transformation. Come on, the Holy Ghost told us, right? Look at the story of Peter. When Jesus was walking on the water, the Bible says as long as Peter continued to look at Jesus, he did the supernatural. Hallelujah. As long as we continue to focus on Jesus, this God-man called Jesus, hallelujah, we begin to operate in the supernatural. Come on, we are no longer natural beings. We have what, Jesus, what the blood of Jesus did was to give us, grant us access to heaven and to heavenly truths. Amen. One day I was reading the Bible in, in, the, in the book of John, in the book of Mark, when Jesus went into the water to be baptized, right? The Bible says heaven opened. That word open in Greek was very aggressive. Oh, heaven opened and the Father spoke. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And, the, and I kept, and the Holy Ghost said, keep reading that again. Go back. I'm, I'm like, I've read this over and over again. What are you trying to tell me? And the Holy Ghost pointed me to this truth that transformed my life. He said, look, the Father spoke, heaven opened. He said, do you notice that heaven never closed up? Heaven opened and remained open because of Jesus. Heaven didn't close up. Heaven is not shut to us. Because of Jesus, we have access to heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus, take advantage of your champion. Take advantage of your Jesus. Heaven is open to us today because of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Heaven is not shut. It's not closed. All of heaven is open to us. In the Old Testament, the Bible says you have to pay tithe, right? So that the window, just the window of heaven will be opened. But now in this New Testament, when you believe Jesus, all of heaven is open to you. God is not judging us based on the Old Testament. Is assessing us based on the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This is the strategy of the enemy to keep our eyes off of Jesus. And go back to the law. Go back to the world. Go back to social media. Go back to living natural. Come on, but we have the overcomer spirit in us. As the Lord Jesus Christ is, so are we right now in this world. 
Amen. Hallelujah. First John chapter 4, verse 18 says, Perfect love is not our love. Let me just read that. First John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love is the love of the Father towards us. It's not our love for the Father. It is this perfect love that casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So friends, perfect love is not our love for God. It is God's love for us. The more conscious we are of how much we are loved by the Father in Christ Jesus, the more fear begins to dissipate in our lives. Wake up every day, I'm loved by the Father. I'm not afraid today. God is with me. It's going to be okay. I command this situation to conform to heavenly truth in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Diabetes, you cannot remain in my body. Alzheimer, you cannot remain in my body. Arthritis, you can't remain in my fingers. Jesus Christ has no arthritis. So I cannot have arthritis. I cast this arthritis in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm 60. Oh, I'm 50. Oh, I begin to... You're not forgetful. It's just earthly reality. Lord Jesus, as you're super smart and super intelligent, so am I right now in this world. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, there's a... Okay, so there's this conquering power in confessing the word of God that as Jesus is, so are we right now in this world. Only through Jesus do we have access to and we find favor with God. Only through Jesus. That's how God ordained it. Only through Jesus Christ do we have access to and find favor with God. So let's go after Jesus. Those of you who invest in the stock market, right? Some of us here, we, are, we invest in the stock market, right? We don't, we don't bother about the stock we don't invest in. We always focus on the stock we invest in, right? If that stock goes up, our high blood pressure comes down, right? If that stock goes down, all right, our high blood pressure goes up. Hallelujah. But our vested interest is in Jesus, the God who never changes. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the God who is the unchanging changer. Hallelujah. As we, as we focus on this, let's focus on, the, on our heavenly champion. Hallelujah. Amen. Two verses and we're done. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces through the divining asunder of the soul and the spirit and the bones and the marrows, and it discerns the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God is quick and powerful. It's quick and powerful. It impacts the soul realm, the spirit realm, and it impacts our body. This is heavenly truth. Let's begin to declare confidently the word of God into our situation, into our bodies, into our lives, into our careers, and watch how heaven is going to transform our earthly realities in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus said this in John chapter 6, verse 63. He said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I speak unto you, hallelujah, they are spirit and they are life. The words of Jesus, the words of God, impacts the spirit realm and it impacts this life. Let's take hold of the word, heavenly truth, and begin to release heavenly truth into our lives and see how our situation transforms. You are not you, you are not rejected. There's so much more in you. You have Jesus. You have your heavenly champion. Bring Jesus to your business. Bring Jesus into your body. Bring Jesus into your mind as he is in heaven right now, a heavenly champion. So are we right now in this world. This is what gives us confidence in trials. This is what transforms our trial. Hallelujah. To give God the glory all the time. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah.